Welcome to Deep, where we invite you to take the plunge and dive deeper into a daily encounter with God's living word. Journey with a collection of personal reflections of other souls as we all draw nearer and deeper to God's heart. Hi, brothers and sisters. First of all, let me greet you all with a blessed, soulful Sunday. My name is Eloisa from the Value Podcast Show and today I would like to honor two of the first missionaries of our Christian faith, those of uh, Paul and Barnabas, as I read from Acts chapter 14 verses 21 to 27. The return to Antioch in Syria. They preached the gospel in that city and won a large number of disciples. Then they returned to Lystra, Iconium, and Antioch, strengthening the disciples and encouraging them to remain true to the faith. We must go through many hardships to enter the kingdom of God, they said. Paul and Barnabas pointed elders for them in each church and with prayer and fasting committed them to the Lord in whom they had put their trust. After going through Pisidia, they came into Pamphylia. And when they had preached the word in Perga, they went down to Atalia. So from Atalia, they sailed back to Antioch, where they had been committed to the grace of God for the work they had now completed. On arriving there, they gathered the church together and reported all that God had done through them and how he had opened a door of faith to the Gentiles. What struck me in the verses that I have just read is from verse 22, that we must go through many hardships to enter the kingdom of God. Paul and Barnabas did not go back to Antioch to, to convert, but for apostolic purposes. They came back with the objective of strengthening the disciples and encouraging them to remain true to the faith. They urged them not to go back to Judaism or paganism. And as new converts, they were persecuted by relatives and friends for abandoning their ancestral faiths. And because of this, it has caused them so much trouble. St. Paul didn't offer them an easy life as a Christian. He let them know beforehand what they were facing, but at the same time gave them the much-needed encouragement and realistic warnings to be able to go through the path into the kingdom of God that is filled with hardships and obstacles. Notice the words we and must in verse 22. We are being compelled. There is a necessity that we go through hardship. Perhaps you will ask, why must we go through hardships in order to enter God's kingdom? Do we really have to go through life without being persecuted for Christ? These days, it does not mean theoretically being persecuted. Becoming and living as a disciple of Jesus includes both the simplicity of believing in Him and the complexity of giving up our worldly desires to follow His ways to chase after the things that are important to Him. Sometimes, those hardships might come from others who don't know Jesus. And 
Sometimes, those hardships might come from those who claim to know Jesus but don't have the same understanding of what Jesus stood for. Troubles are a part of God's growth process in our lives. No one is immune to it and no one can navigate through life without it. God uses problems to draw us closer to Him. The times that we will be closest to God are usually our darkest, most broken, most shattered moments. And when the pain is the greatest, God has a purpose for every problem. God will use our He will use our circumstances to develop our character, to shape us, to build, to mold us, to show us that He is God and He is in control. But in order for God to use our problems, troubles, and pains for His honor and glory, it will depend on our personal relationship with Christ, our faith, our honesty, and our commitment. And guess what? God has threefold blessing for our suffering. <laughs> blessing number one, God uses our life's challenges to direct and shape us. Even though we can see it right now, He's, use, he's busy creating something breathtaking in us. God is right in front of us, eyeing our, our progress, smoothing the rough edges, maybe perhaps moving haters out of our way, and patiently bringing out the image of Jesus in us. Blessing number two, God uses problems to correct us. When we stray into sin, we need God's correction and His fatherly discipline in order to have our fellowship restored with Him. God will use some problems in our lives to stimulate us to think about the sin that we have fallen into and to correct our behavior. Blessing number three, God uses problems to protect us. Do you all remember the story of Joseph in the Old Testament? The story of Joseph's life is a remarkable one and only the miraculous hand of God could have accomplished it, taking him out of slavery and making him a ruler in Egypt. Joseph knew how much his brothers hated him, but he also saw the hand of God working in his own life and how God had protected him through it all. So brothers and sisters, I would like to encourage you to keep standing on the promises of God regardless of the problems, because for every problem, there is a promise. Thank you for listening, and I hope that you all have been blessed. See you on the next episode of Soulful Sunday.